0: Hi, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast. This is episode 625 for the 22nd of Av in a regular year. So as a disclaimer, today's episode is not going to be very politically correct. Uh, we are going to be talking about how man, meaning human, the human being, is the center of the universe and how the entire world was created for us. I know this is not necessarily the most popular opinion nowadays, especially amongst environmentalists and those kind of things, but this is the Torah view. This is really the view of the Altar Rebbe and, and of really pretty much all of Torah, is that everything in the world was created specifically for man and for, uh, for our, our purpose and that we are here to co-create the world with God. So that being said, so how are we going to get into this discussion? So this is actually a continuation of a discussion which we began yesterday where we started talking about God and the the idea that we say that we have different portions of God, that we each have our lot in God and and trying to understand what that means because we said that ultimately, as we've learned elsewhere in Tanya and throughout the Tanya, God is essentially indivisible. God is unified. God is one. So how can we say that this one God who is indivisible, who is totally singular, there are parts of him So, and what we spoke about yesterday, we started talking about this idea that there are really, we can think of God in two ways. We can think of God in terms of the essential nature of God, which truly is indivisible and truly is, uh, one and, uh, and it does permeate our entire world and it does permeate all the worlds. But then there's another aspect of God and that's in terms of our relationship with god it's in terms of what we see what we perceive and this we can think of as the radiance coming issuing out of god of god specifically issuing out of god's name this is what we know of as god's glory the aspects of god which we acknowledge that god where we acknowledge that god is removed from the world so that we're not experiencing god in his true essential full way because then we would Expire, we wouldn't be able to have an existence of our own. So we're experiencing God in this, uh, in this diffused manner that comes about. This this radiance that comes about through, um, through many constrictions, through many tzimtzumim, many levushim, many garments. Just lots of different. mediations that help us to perceive this God. So today we're going to talk about some of these illuminations and we're going to talk about it specifically in terms of the relationship with us, relationship to man, or to be even more specific, the relationship to a Jew and to all Jewish souls, because, uh, this the Tano is really written for Jewish people and so it's it's related to us and and what our purpose is here in the world in terms of our relationship to these sparks of God. So let's get into the text and see how the altar explains all of this and we can discuss more as we go. And for context, we are still in the middle of Epistle seven, which we began yesterday of Igarasakotish. So the ultra of it begins and he's he references back to this radiance which we spoke about yesterday so again we said that like god essentially is indivisible but then we have his radiance that's like what he chooses through these constrictions to reveal to the different worlds and so he says this radiance even though this radiance, the way that it shines and the way that it influences is in an infinite fashion without any end, uh, so that the, in order to vivify the worlds that, that are in, infinitely concealed and totally concealed, and this is explained further in depth in the Idra Rabbah, says the, says the Altar which is a portion of the Zohar nevertheless when it descends down here through many many constrictions in order to vitalize the different types of creatures and the and the different types of be- of formations uh, that are made and this might sound a little like awkward in English, but in Hebrew it actually is very specific. It says This is a, an allusion to the different worlds, because the creations, this is an allusion to Bria. the formations, this is an allusion to the world of Yitzira. those that are made, this is an allusion to the world of Acea. So on the one hand it sounds like the altar is just being poetic in the sense that he's saying that like, okay, this radiance of God comes through many constrictions and it it's what it's what creates all these different things, but he's being very specific. He's saying it creates the creations in Bria and in forms those that are in Yetira, and it makes those that are in Asiya. And so this radiance, this radiance, that's issuing forth through these different simtomen, these different contractions is divided. So remember we spoke about this idea that Hashem cannot be divided. So truly Hashem's essence cannot be divided, but the radiance that issues forth can be divided and actually is divided. And it's divided in a general sense into 613 rays, which that number might sound familiar to some of you, which what is what else is 613? There are 613 mitzvahs in the Torah. And we spoke about this elsewhere this idea that basically every time we do a mitzvah we're basically attaching ourselves to god's vitality in this way and now we can understand that from a from a different perspective that these rays come down in 613 divisions there's there's a general there's a general divide of 613 divisions which correspond to the 613 mitzvahs of the torah and these, so we can think of these mitzvahs of the Torah, these 613 mitzvahs of the Torah, as different types of radiance that come from the Infinite One, blessed be He, in order to radiate into the soul of a person who is made up of 214 organs and 365 sinews. So interestingly, 248 plus 365 equals 613. So there's a correspondence within ourselves. So now we have three types of uh, categories of 613. There's the 613 rays that come or, that are coming down from God. There's the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah. And then there are the 613 parts of us, of our body, 248 organs and 365 sinews, and these add up to to 613 parts of our body. And so this is why, says the ultra Rabbi. it's not random, it's not like an accident that we have 613 parts of our body, but rather <clears throat> it was for the sake of our body that this is why the uh, the descent of these rays happen. So this is where like the idea that I mentioned that may not be so politically correct of us being the center of the universe, everything being created for us, this is where it explains it. It basically says that like, these rays that come down, the whole purpose of them being subdivided into 613 and ultimately 613 commandments is for us, is for there to be a connection to our souls, which are made up of 613 parts, which correspond to the 613 parts of our body. And again, the Altar Rabbi uses that phraseology of <laughs> the, to those that were created, that were formed and that were made again, corresponding to those three worlds of of Bria, Tira, and Tironisia, where ultimately the purpose of all of these worlds, these infinite worlds, is man, as is known. So it's like it's interesting because I, in a previous episode, I remember talking about this idea that like sometimes when we look up at the sky and and uh, and the stars and all of that, we can have this sense of like like we can become overwhelmed and we can start to feel insignificant. We can start to feel like. Oh wow, where do I where am I in all of this? I'm nothing compared to this vast expanse of creation and everything, which is one helpful meditation and there is room for that and there is a time and place for that in order to cultivate a sense of humility and a sense of like really recognizing like your loneliness in comparison to God and your reliance upon God and the how just how vulnerable you are to everything in creation but on the other end here the ultraviolet is flipping it on its head and he's saying that like really we look up at the stars and the heavens and all of that stuff and even the things we can't see that are in the higher worlds and there's this recognition that as infinite and lofty as they are, they actually were all created for us. So there is a self-centeredness here. There's this egocentric way of thinking that a, more than geocentric it's really self-me centric that everything there's this idea that the whole world was created for me and so now the, to keep going with this so the altar says that this these 613 rays so now we're getting specific about this radiance 613 rays that's a general number but more specifically each mitzvah is divided up into many different parts to an infinite degree. And so, too, when we look at the various different halachos, the, the detailed halachos that are found in every mitzvah, which are, you know, there are infinite in numbers. So, for example, it's like we have a mitzvah to keep Shabbos. Okay, okay. Great, that's a mitzvah. But then that mitzvah, we know, is divided up into. Well, there's 39 malachos that we're not allowed to do on Shabbos. 39 different types of work. So, and then within each one of those, there's details like what does it mean to to mix, to to plow, to do borer, all these things. There's there's many, many, many different um, different details of each one of them, right? And as it says, so this is uh, from a, a poetic. Citation from Shir HaShirim chapter six verse eight, where it says Shishim Hema Malchot. Sixty are the queens. It means, and the sages taught in the midrash on the Shir HaShirim, they taught this idea that this is what is the sixty queens. This, these are. This is an allusion to the sixty tractates of the Gemara. And then Shir Shuriam goes on and it says, en which means uh, literally translates as being and the maidens without number. And the ultra says this is, this is taught to, to be the halachos, the different halachos. So basically this, when we talk about the queens and the maidens, this is a reference to the, to the tractates of the Gemara and then the halachos, which all come down from the supernal will of God. Uh, and so is it exactly when we look at the soul of man that we see that, okay, so just like there's the subdivision of all of these different uh, laws of Torah, which correspond to the subdivision of the different radiances, the 613 radiances, so too is it when we look at the soul of man. So what do we mean by this? So we see that, okay, so all of the souls in in the entire world were all comprised within Adam Harishun, within the original man, the first man that was on earth, right? And, In a general sense, so there's this idea that we all stem from Adam. And in a general sense, Adam's soul was made up of 613 parts. He had, just like all of us, he had 248 organs and 365 sinews. And so each one of those is like, we can think of those as like being different parts of Adam on a soul level. And then each one of those parts, each one of those organs or sinews were made it up were divided up into an infinite number of sparks, which are, what are these different sparks? These are the souls of all of the Jews, whether we're talking about the souls of the Jews from the time of the forefathers and the Shvatim, like the the tribes, up till when Mashiach comes. So it's like past, present, and future. All of the souls of all Jewish people stem from those original sparks of Adam, which are part of this general part of Adam that were the... 3, 613 parts of him, the 248 organs and 365 sinews. And then the altar concludes and he says that then when Mashiach comes, speaking of the souls of Mashiach, then we see in scripture that what's said about that time, and this is from Hoshea chapter 2 verse 1 where it says, So meaning to say, and the number of the children of Israel will be like the sand of the sea that cannot be measured nor counted. Meaning to say that there's gonna be so many of us. So it's like we think about it now, we make up such a small portion of the world. Yes, we have a very, very big influence in the world, but numbers wise, we're very, very minute. It's like we're at like a fraction of a percentage of the world's population right now. But in the future to come, there's gonna be so many of us, like just like the sand of the sea, it's gonna be so many. And so this is, how is is that gonna happen? It's because all the souls of the jewish people stem from these sparks of adam harishon it all can be traced back to these original sparks from of adam harishon which those can be traced back to the 248 or 365 parts of adam's soul in this like more collective kind of sense so that's it for today and so this hopefully will give you a little bit more of a sense of your importance in the world. Because again, like we spoke about previously, this idea of like the insi- your insignificance in the world, which is something that often is we can focus on. We can think about this idea that we look again at the vast creation and think about, wow, w- w- what, what does it matter if I'm here or not? It's like, I'm so insignificant in terms of the big world. Here, no, we learned today that you're not insignificant because actually the entire world was created for you. And that Each one of these sparks is really, there's infinite in number, but each one of them has a direct connection to God's will through God's halacha, through God's Torah, which is ultimately stemming from these different, these 613 radiances through which God vivifies and manifests himself to the world. So that's it for today. And we will continue uh, in this epistle tomorrow and I'll speak to you then.